No, 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 no. God, I tell you. Beautiful. All right. Coming up next, Major League Rugby Talk with Ronan Nelson's replacement. Brought to you by Friends of the British Council. Everybody, welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. Matt McCarthy in New York City at the Fantasy Sports Network Studio 34 talking rugby. And we're talking Major League Rugby again. And without wasting any more of your time, let's get into Rockin' Ronan Nelson's Major League Rugby Recap. Ronan? Ronan is not here today. I am Ryan Ginty. And if you ever want to see Ronan again, you better get a good highlight and bring me on the show, Matt. Full of surprises here on Rugby Wrap-Up. Ronan uh, Nelson is obviously being held captive by a fellow pundit from Next Level Rugby, Ryan Ginty. Ryan, you are welcome to be on this show at any given point. You don't have to resort to these tactics. Well, Matt, you know, it's been a while. I thought we were friends. It's about time I got on the show. I've been watching, long-time watcher, but now excited to be on, Matt. And, I mean, we had a great weekend of rugby all over the country. But Major League Rugby, I mean, wow, that was a great finish to what was a great first season so far. And we're not done yet. So let me get this straight. It's going to be the Rockin' Ronan Nelson Major League Rugby Recap by Ryan Ginty. Yeah, I'd say that fast five times, and I think we'll just go with that. But we could just start off with just, hey, we're, we're doing the Major League Rugby Recap with Ryan Ginty here on Rugby Wrap-Up. How about that one? And just for the folks at home, you're on our AFIA Sports Training Group Monitor. And that's how you're bringing us this Major League Rugby report via Ronan Nelson and you at Next Level Rugby. Yeah, you know, we're just trying to uh, utilize technology. And uh, I read something online, watched a YouTube video, and now now here I am. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, let's uh, stop the shenanigans. Get to the recap, Ginty. All right, so week 10, it was a big week. It was the last spot for playoffs up for grabs. I was down in Austin, Texas, and actually at the Austin Elite Round Rock facility. And, you know, those boys, they were watching the this game that we're about to talk about pretty heavily. And that was the Houston at Utah game. That was at Zion Bank Stadium, 4,100 fans in attendance. Utah holding their fate in their, in their hands. Playoff destiny, you know, they're a team that really – Wanted to come out strong, and, and towards the end of the season, really has put together some great matches and some great rugby. Um, they were two points. They needed two points in a losing match against Houston to make it into the playoffs and edge out Austin Elite, or they could just out win outright, which is what the boys did. But it was definitely a nail-biter. Austin Elite fans, all those guys, were they were on pins and needles throughout this whole match because it was back and forth. And, you know, Utah, they came out first. It was 0-7. to seven. The guy who is absolutely the top try scorer in the MLR, Tanata Laute, comes out, gets the opening score. He sheds a tackler and puts Utah on the board. But not to be outdone, Cecil Garber, he was getting checked out. His shoulder, his left shoulder was a little bit banged up, was getting checked out. Notice that there was a huge break from Zach Pangelinan, pops up off the deck, Follows him all the way down, scores the try, and that would actually be the end of his match as he was subbed out at about the 15-minute mark. But him, he was able to put seven points on the board for the Houston Sabercats. It uh, just um, tells you, Ronan, uh, you're not Ronan, it just tells you, Ryan, how tough these guys are. And the, the, the rugby players are a different breed. 
Yeah, they're definitely a different breed. And, you know, you could see it that he just he just popped up off the deck, knew what needed to be done. And I mean, what a way to go out, right? Like you go out off an of injury, but you say, hey, I'm going to get back up. I'm going to finish this goes in. And, you know, there was some debate about whether or not he hurt himself as he was landing. But if you watch the replay, he went down, he dotted it down with his right arm. It was actually his left shoulder that was injured. So that just shows you that he was injured and hurting. And the play that actually brought him off, he was actually scored a try, you know, under that injury. Amazing. All right. So that was a dandy. And, you know, credit to Houston because we've said it all season long. Their record is not indicative of how they've been in most matches and continue to fight. So credit to those guys, specifically in that Texas heat. And then we had that other match. Yeah, that other match, man, that was a good one. Glendale at San Diego. You know, I tell you, a lot of people didn't really see this scoreline coming. Glendale undefeated on the season. San Diego undefeated at home. San Diego would come out on top 23-5. to five. Uh, They got, it was, it was a slow first half to get started. Six to nothing through Three or two kicks off the uh, off the tee for Tad Leader, making it six to nothing at halftime. And then right after halftime, Ryan Mattias, the Eagle Old Blue guy, comes out, slices and dies it, and scores a try. Uh, Drew Gaffney would follow up with that with a try off of a driving maul. And then Tad Leader would come in, put three more points on the board. And then not to be outdone though, towards the end of the game, Glendale would get five points on the board through. Gregor Cardis Casvilli, and he would keep, you know, this Glendale team from getting the big fat goose egg, which realistically nobody saw coming because these guys have had 17 tries on the season so far through through eight matches. And and now they, they had to wait to the last waning moments of this match against San Diego to score their first try in the match. So, you know, great weekend overall. And that match was really exciting, you know, setting up a great semifinals moving into this weekend at Glendale. You know, San Diego has been a big surprise in terms of them showing that they have depth like a Glendale. What do you think, if San Diego and Glendale go at it, full strength, what do you think out of that one? I mean, that, 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 that's going to be an interesting one, right? Because you had players away on duty with the Eagles uh, this past weekend, which we won, we beat Canada, go Eagles. Uh, both teams, you know, Cam Dolan, three tries on the day, um, you know, so he's going to be a big addition for this team going into playoffs. Um, we could see this Glendale San Diego team very easily playing each other in the final and uh, not to prelude to what our picks, what our picks might be on who's going to win in the playoffs this weekend. But uh, I think there's a high possibility that we may see that matchup moving into the championship match of this opening season of Major League Rugby. All right. So it's. <sighs> It's a tough one. It's a tough one. But we're going to take a quick break, Ronan, and come right back with more Major League Rugby chatter with Mr. Ryan Ginty of Next Level Rugby right after this. I've been blind since I was four, and I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste, and my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has the taste and the flavor. What do you think's on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, 
go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street. Hey everybody, we're back. Matt McCarthy at the Fantasy Sports Network Studio 34 for Rugby Wrap-Up in New York City. Again with Mr. Ryan Ginty. Uh, Ryan, we left off with the recap of the MLR action, and now we're getting to the predictions and the upcoming matches. And we've got some dandies being played at, in, in Rugby Town, USA, Infinity Park. Oh yeah, really excited for uh, the upcoming weekend. You've got number one versus four, Glendale taking on Utah team that just made their way into the playoffs. And then you got two versus three, Seattle versus San Diego. And I tell you, that's both these matches are going to be absolutely great. But the Seattle-San Diego match, I'm really looking forward to. Uh, it's a rematch of an early season matchup to where San Diego went up to Starfire. And uh, I tell you, that pack of San Diego was really tested. And it was really the coming out of the dominance that the Seattle pack has. Um, both teams will be back to full strength. Phil Mack will be back running the ship for for uh, Seattle. San Diego, they're going to have Cam Dolan back from the from the three matches he just played with the Eagles. So look for that one. Uh, that's going to be a very tight one. Um, we'll get to the Pedricksons later, but the other matchup, Glendale versus Utah. Now, I think this is also going to be a tight matchup. If you had asked me earlier in the season, I would have said Glendale takes this one hands down. But the way that Utah is playing, getting Paul Lasique back and then getting Kurt Morath back at 10 as well is going to be huge for this Utah side. I don't know if it's going to be enough to upset this Glendale side. Um, Sean Davies coming back into it. You know, they're going to be they're coming off of a, a 23 to five, their first loss of the season. And you know that Coach Dave Williams is going to have these boys firing, ready to take on this Utah team and, and get back on the winning track. Yeah, you mentioned uh, Dave Williams, and he's the X factor in this whole setup for me because, uh, you know, you can, all, you can all say out there that the guy's got the resources, he's got the best facilities, but he has taken a big hit in terms of Eagles, and then you had the red cards, and you had some injuries, and his team hasn't missed a beat. The one beat they missed was against a decent San Diego representation on the pitch, and it was not a match that really meant anything to Glendale at the time. Ryan, the other guy that catches my eye is Phil Mack of Seattle. He wears the captain's hat and he wears the coach's hat as well. And he was missing in action for Seattle playing for Canada. He didn't have a great match because his team didn't have a great match against a very strong USA side. But Dave Williams and Phil Mack to me have had big impacts on this season. And you know, they're getting people back to Seattle. Everybody's talking about San Diego getting players back, Glendale getting players back, but Seattle's getting players back. And Ali Khalifi is also going to be healthy again. He's in the front row. You got, you got some, you got, you know, there's a lot of intrigue here that it's hard to sift through, and it's not as easy as everybody thinks it is. Yeah, I think that Seattle is, uh, you know, Phil Mackey's definitely going to be looking to come back after that loss this past weekend. Um, and to Dave Williams and, and Glendale, one of the things I think that is very important to, to talk about as well here too, is that they aren't DTE. They aren't daily training environment. Glendale is not training five to six days a week. Like some of these other teams are, they're getting maybe three training, four training sessions in a week, and they're still performing at this high level. So I think that's just a testament to what they've been doing out in Glendale for the last couple of years. It's really building forward into this. Um, like you said, Seattle, uh, getting some players back into it. They'll be at full strength. 
Really awesome how the scheduling of this MLR season was set up to where the June internationals wouldn't interfere with playoffs. You know, you missed them for three games, three matches throughout the, the season. Now coming into playoffs, you got full strength teams, barring some injuries if you've got injuries. And uh, like I said, Olive Khalifi coming back, that's going to be a big bonus for the Seattle team. You know, conversely for, for Glendale, they're going to be missing John Quill, who is one of my favorite people on the planet and a very hard man on the rugby pitch. He's on crutches after Team USA's uh, big win against Scotland in the tunnel, signing autographs for kids, signing their balls, despite the fact that he thought at the time it was a pretty serious injury. It didn't look good. Uh, it's not as serious as we thought it was in Houston, but he is not available, as far as I know, for this big match. And that's a big loss for any team, and it's a big loss for Glendale. So that's a factor. So we've, we've laid it all out on the table. Let's get to the predictions. And my three colleagues that are, have been picking with us all year are not here, so I have to read their picks for them. And we'll start with Mr. Ronan Nelson. So Ronan... You know, he's got that San Diego, California thing going on. So he says that the San Diego team will avenge their defeat from earlier in the season and knock off the Seawolves. Martin Pingeli also picks San Diego. He says last week was not a blip against Glendale, and they will win. And Steve Lewis is going with Seattle. So what about you? Well, I mean, just for the fact that I have to go against Steve Lewis, like I'm going to say San Diego Legion, like everybody else. But um, no, I, I think that I think this is going to be I mean, both these matches are going to be very tight and, and any any of these teams could win. I'm just going with San Diego because I think they're hitting their stride. Um, Seattle's hit their stride early on. They're tearing it up. But I think San Diego and Coach Rob Holdley has finally found the combination, the chemistry that they need to connect. And they're playing an exciting brand of rugby, not to take anything away from the Seattle team because they've been playing great rugby as well. But I just I, I just got to go with the Legion on this one. Man, I, I am. Uh, I'm 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 uh, I'm all over on this one. I could, I could argue both sides of this for hours. Uh, Steve has been leading the way with his picks. He's a, he's a very cagey, shrewd character when it comes to these things. And I just like Seattle. I like their pack better. And I, and I know that there's a lot of Eagles on that San Diego squad, and they've got, a lot of, they've got a lot of momentum going on right now. But I think Seattle is going to edge them out. I, that's just me on that one. So let's, let's get on to the next one, the nightcap. All right, and the next one, Glendale versus Utah. Um, Glendale, I got I got to go with Glendale on this one. I mean, you're going home to Infinity. You're playing at Infinity Park. Glendale is going to be there. All their fans are going to be pumped up. Um, Utah, they are playing great rugby right now. They'll be riding a high coming in off of, you know, making the playoffs, getting it done last week. But it took to that. If you look at last week's match, it took it to the very end until Vanicola makes a big break and find Sonata for the go-ahead try, I mean, they were losing that game, and they were potentially potentially out of the playoffs at that point. They did get into the playoffs, though, um, and I just don't think that Utah has what they need to beat Glendale, even though John Quill's not there. John Quill is a mountain of a man. It's not fair. You just watch him throw players around left and right on the pitch, but I think Glendale, with Sean Davies back at the helm, I think that uh, they're going to do just fine, and and I, I bet Harley Davidson's going to have two tries in this game. The other guys 
picks are as follows on this one. Martin Pengelly says Glendale. Ronan Nelson says Glendale. Steve Lewis says Glendale. And listen, after watching Nola Nate's Nola Gold beat Utah in a match that meant nothing to Nola in Utah, with Utah's playoff hopes, you know, hanging in the balance, sort of. They, they did have the second shot against Houston, and they lost that one. And then see him struggle against Houston. I got a, I got a big Glendale win. I got 20-plus points in, as the margin of victory. So put that in your pipe and smoke it, Ginty. And by the way, <laughs> by the way, just a side note, did you get A.J. McGinty on your show because you lied to him and told, your, told him your last name was McGinty as well? Well, it was McGinty back in the day before my grandfather couldn't get work. Irish need not apply rules were in effect at that point. So I used to be a McGinty, but we did agree on the show that uh, we are going to consider ourselves cousins after a lot of begging and pleading. And uh, Aj said, you know what? You can be my cousin. We'll just let people know that. You don't have to tell anybody. But now the secret's out of the bag, but he's still my cousin. And I'm right. going and I'm sticking with it. All right. Well, we're all co- we're all cousins in rugby, aren't we, Ryan? I mean, come on. It's all, And what's good for rugby is good for all of us. On that Amen, note, brother. on that note, Mr. Ryan Ginty, I appreciate the pinch hit. Please unshackle Ronan and let him free again. And uh, we will see you in the future. Not the, not the too distant future, my friend. Back on Rugby Wrap-Up. I appreciate it, and I'll let Ronan out of that closet that's right behind us right now. It's a good thing you haven't heard his muffled screams and stuff, but uh, we'll, we'll let him out. All right. He is a fellow Irishman, after all. On that note, on behalf of Mr. Ryan Ginty, and thanks to my colleagues, Mr. Martin Pengelly, Steve Lewis, and Ronan Nelson, I'm Matt McCarthy for Rugby Wrap-Up with this Major League Rugby Report here at Studio 34, the Fantasy Sports Network in New York City, signing off.